Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Producer Jay is sick. I have a slice right down the middle of the inside of my thumb. Courtesy of a can that I opened. Thank you, Shepard. David Shepard. He got my mic cover for me. I'm an invalid now. I needed some help getting my mic cover. Right, so I opened up a can of, hmm, not a can of whoop ass. No, I actually opened up a real can. A can, in fact, it whooped my ass. I think it was tomato paste. I was making chili, a pre-Valentine's Day chili, if you will. I was making chili a few hours ago, and I guess that when the can opener went around the top of the can, it left a, a jagged piece. I'm assuming that's what happened. And so I went to grab the can by the rim so that I could rinse it out and throw it in the recycling bin, and it sliced my finger. And it hurt, and it bled. You know how those are. So yeah, I have this jagged cut down the inside of my thumb. Uh, thankfully, I have a nurse maid now, and the hubs quickly retrieved the first aid kit after I told him where it was. Poor guy, he's still trying to figure out where everything is in the house. First aid kit, it only bled for a couple hours. We went through about three bandages, but then, thankfully, it stopped bleeding. Well, until I got into the shower, then it started bleeding again. And so if that weren't enough trauma for one night, I get out to Princess Leia now, we got so seven or eight inches of snow in my neighborhood. It's beautiful. So pretty. You guys, wait till I tell you what Penny did for the first time in two years. Anyway, I went out already running a little bit late because of who knows what. Oh, I guess because of my bleeding finger. So I'm running a little bit late. I get out to my vehicle and I realize, oh, you dummy. You didn't ever scrape the snow off your car. And now it's cold and it's frozen. So there I am trying to scrape the ice and the snow off my car, it's decidedly more difficult when it's frozen. In the process, not only do I cut up two knuckles that are then bleeding everywhere. (laughs) My gosh, what's wrong with me? But then I break my windshield wiper. So the windshield wiper, I, I thought I had gotten all of the ice off of the wiper, but I didn't. So as I go to use it, It gets wrenched sideways because part of it's still stuck in ice and it goes flying off the car. Princess Leia was left with an injured wing. So yeah, it was one of those kind of nights. This is how you know your husband loves you. He he heard me, I guess, the fact that I hadn't left the driveway. He heard me. I don't know if he... I had to go back inside the house to get a flashlight because I couldn't see and I couldn't get the windshield wiper back on. And so I'm frustrated. I'm out there trying to fiddle with it. The car's running, but it's not leaving the driveway. So maybe that's what he heard. 
He gets out of bed. He puts on his slippers. He puts on a coat. And he puts on his glasses. And he comes outside and he fixes the windshield wiper. Even though, well, he had to jerry-rig it because I had broken it into a bunch of different pieces. That's all I need for Valentine's Day. That's all I need. I'm good. That To me, for those of you who know love languages, acts of service is one of my top love languages. And he got out of bed. First of all, he bandaged my thumb. Then he got out of bed and he fixed my windshield wiper to the point where I could stop crying over it. <laughs> Because these are the things that make me cry. I was already frustrated because I was running late, and then my windshield wiper broke. That was catastrophic, really. Well, it probably wasn't, but that's how I felt. Thank you, Coach Tomlin, for empathizing with me. So for all of those reasons and more, I love my husband even more today than I did yesterday. But also, I hope your day was not nearly as dramatic as mine. Just need to just go home and rest. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Actually, I really hope your day did not feature bloody knuckles and bloody thumb. And and the thing is, the thumb is on my left hand and the knuckles are on my right. So I had bleeding all over the place. But did I mention poor Jay is sick? So he's in a far worse situation than me. Oh, actually not. He's leaving for Costa Rica in, I don't know, 36 hours or so. So don't feel bad for Jay. He's he's going to be in the sunshine and the warm weather very soon. I need the vitamin C from the sun badly. It, it was sunny on Wednesday. Wait, Wednesday? Tuesday. It was sunny on Tuesday. I didn't make it out. You did not no, make it outside? No. Didn't you love the snow? I did like the snow, actually. And Moose, my dog, actually, was really enjoying the snow, what? which is rare. Yeah, he I didn't never know Moose liked snow. Doesn't. He absolutely <laughs> doesn't. But I don't know. He was just out there, and he was frolicking around, jumping around. He gave me some good spirits, but didn't get out there with him. Well, so this is what happened with Penny. I haven't really talked about Penny much on the air lately because it's day-to-day. I did tweet about it not that long ago. She's really struggling now. Her melanoma is creating some other challenges. Plus she has uh, the diabetes. And so she's been to the vet a couple times, but she's got some, some major complications. So there's a chance that I may have to say goodbye to Penny relatively soon. I don't want her to suffer. I know many of you have been through that before with animals. And a lot of you sent me kind words, which I appreciate. But it's a tough decision. Uh, She is still functioning. She's still eating and walking, but she's she's got some other uh, complications. And so as I took her out in the snow on Tuesday morning, I just was thinking about how when she was younger, because we're about to hit 12 years since I adopted Penny, 12 years. She was two and a half when I got her. I, I never in my life thought that I would have her this long. She's a big dog. Actually, she's dropped a lot of weight. She's, she's down now to, uh, gosh, I think she's down to, just over 60 pounds. Uh, so she's she's dropped a bunch of weight. But she's a big dog. She's a cross between an Aussie and a Golden. And big dogs don't generally live this long. Every now and then you'll get a lab or, a, you know, a dog that lives a little bit longer that's bigger. But didn't anticipate that. So I was thinking about it as we were walking through the snow. It was gorgeous. It was snowing really hard for our morning walk. And we left the puppy behind because she's kind of crazy. And I didn't want her to pull me over and do a face plant in the snow. Uh, And so I was just walking with Penny. And she was having a grand old time eating the snow. That's her favorite thing. But something I had not seen from her in two years, two winters ago, was the last time I saw her stop, drop, and roll in the snow. And so we were just about done with our walk. 
we get to this drift in the side of a neighbor's yard, and she just stops, she drops, she rolls over. Now, she can't get all the way over because she's too old for that, but she got far enough over that all four legs were up in the air. So then she rolls back over, she scrambles up, and in the very next motion, plunges her face into the snowdrift. She used to do that all the time. The dog loves sticking her face in the snowdrift, and I don't know why, but she would come up with a massive pile of snow on her nose, and she just thought that was the best thing ever. She would, I'd laugh, and she would waggle her butt, and, and she, would, uh, she would do it again because she knew it made me happy. Anyway, I laughed out loud. Uh, and then, of course, there was a snowball in her foot, so I had to clean off her foot. But to see her roll in the snow... And to see her plunge her face into the drift and, and get all snowy for the first time in a couple years. I don't know if we'll have another snowstorm before, uh, before I have to say goodbye to her. But it was really sweet and I was so glad that she was happy. So for all of those reasons, it's still a better day than I expected. Got the snow, got a happy dog, survived another day with the dog. Bleeding has stopped. At least temporarily. <laughs> Jay did not call in sick, though I kind of expected that he could have. Jay, you're a trooper. Thanks for coming to work tonight. He's off for the next week. So, again, don't feel bad for Jay. He's going to be just fine. Yeah, I figured at least I could do. <laughs> Close it out on a high note, right? And we have a lot of fun stuff planned for this edition of the show, as always. As we head into Valentine's Day... How it dawned on me that we spend so much time in the world of sports, sports radio, complaining and whining and B-I-T-C-H-ing about everything that we don't like. We talk about the officials and the referees and how this player and that player and this coach and that coordinator ruined everything, lost the game, choked, can't follow through, blah, 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 blah. And I understand at the end of every season, there's only one fan base that's happy. It seemed almost like clockwork this year. Every time an NFL team exited the playoffs, there's a large vocal segment of the fan base is calling for the coach to be fired, calling for the coordinators to be fired, calling for a new quarterback. We focus so much on what's wrong with our teams, with our leagues, with the officials, with the fields, with the stadiums, with the prices, with the cities, with the rivalries, with the uniforms, with the helmets, with the injuries, with the radio hosts, with the TV coverage, with the broadcasters. And I'm giving us a collective we, because it's true. For the most part, as much as we love being fans, and I would say that's the case just in general, we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it, right? We wouldn't do it if we didn't ride or die with our sports teams. At some point over the course of our lives, we fell in love with either a team or a particular sport, and now we've got the bug. So we would all say we love sports, or I, I shouldn't say all. The majority of us would say we love sports. And yet the majority of us also spend a lot of time complaining and pointing out everything that's wrong. This is, believe it or not, a question I've never done on the air before because it seems relatively simple. And yet it dawned on me 
how much time we spend complaining and focusing on the negative. So as we head into Valentine's Day, yes, it's a contrived day for people to focus on love. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Kevin. Let's just answer the question of what we love about sport. It's that simple. But let's remind ourselves and others why. Why we choose to be sports fans. Even if that means torture. Because you know, those who love the most hurt the most. The cost of great love is great grief. (laughs) Jay, I think you need to include that in the post on social. As sports fans, we choose to suffer. But we wouldn't do it if there wasn't joy. Even if the joy is not nearly as prominent as the suffering right now. Even if the happiness and the moments of happiness are sprinkled and they're few and far between, we wouldn't watch, root, cry, start all over again. We wouldn't have hope at the beginning of every season. We wouldn't bother to pay attention if we didn't love it. And so it's a very simple question. As we head into Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2024, we're getting an early start. Why do you love sports? Or, Jay, what do you think? Why do you love sports or what do you love about sports? How about that? That's, yeah, that's what I had here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, let's let's be sure. You can't edit on Twitter. So, <laughs> Jay's got a constant ongoing argument with himself about whether or not he should pay for the blue check mark so that he can edit and so he can send DMs to people. It's, those two things would be such a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Do we still get the porn bots if I, if I upgrade? Because if I still get them, it's not even worth it. Huh. I don't know. Let's do right? some investigating. Maybe. Yeah. If I might actually pay for it if it got rid of the porn bots. I might. That's a sale. That's a bad I would write it off point. as a business expense. Maybe we can write to Elon Musk and say, hey, if you can guarantee no more porn bots... I have no doubt that hundreds of people, thousands of people, maybe hundreds of thousands of people will sign up for the blue check mark. You guarantee me there are no more porn bots and I will buy your blue check mark from think, now until I'm done using your site. I think that's fair. It's no, more than that's, fair. That's more than fair. More than fair. There's got to be a way to get rid of them. There's got to be an algorithm. They multiply. They do. They do. A few of them uh, have graphic pictures in their actual yeah, so they're little avatars, the ones that pop up. Mm. Those are the ones I block. I know you're not supposed to block them. Marco Belletti says don't engage with them because, but the problem is it doesn't matter. I've tried engaging and blocking. I think I've blocked thousands of them. I've also tried ignoring them, but I, if their pictures are staring me in the face, I'm going to block them. And they're still everywhere. Neither strategy works. There, There's some... I I don't even know. There's some account. There's got to be one account that's just generating them over and over. It's like, it's like the Clone Wars. Gonna say that the droid factories <laughs> in the Clone Wars in the Star Wars prequels. They just keep generating droids. There's there's a factory out there generating porn bots with a programmed mission to infiltrate everyone's yeah, Twitter. Yeah, order six six six. That's it. Yep.
We need to do something like that and like reverse it, like an order sixty-seven. And <laughs> all the born I mean, it away. didn't work against the emperor, so I don't know. We might be it's fighting true. an uphill battle, but it doesn't matter because we're focusing on the positive. We're accentuating what we love about sports. I love you. And actually, Jay's under strict orders. The music that we play on this edition of the show has to be familiar love anthems. Okay. I'm I'm feeling some Whitney Houston myself, because why not? What's a Valentine's Day without Whitney Houston? Luther Vandross. I'm trying to think of some of the others. Oh, gosh. Boys to Men. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get in there. The, the music has to match the mood, and we need to know why you love sports and what you love about sports, because if there ever was a day when we needed to focus on that, especially those of you who are Niners fans. Actually, I think the show might be good for Kyle Shanahan. Coming up next, a candid Kyle Shanahan. I'm not sure I've ever heard him this candid before. It's not that he appreciates the questions, because I don't think he really does appreciate having to answer a question about whether or not he can win the big game. What a nonsensical question. But as he sat in front of a microphone during the Niners' exit interviews on Tuesday, I feel like he started with that kind of annoyed, irritated tone. And then he got really candid. And I feel like we got to the heart of Kyle Shanahan. Why he coaches, how much he cares, how much he puts into it. We still got the sarcasm. Oh, you know, love language is sarcasm. As long as I can keep surviving press conferences. <laughs> There's the classic Kyle Shanahan sarcasm, to be sure. But we also got the heart of Kyle Shanahan, which is perfect as we head into Valentine's Day. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. Our show Twitter is After Hours CBS. No, I will not be posting a photo of my jagged, bloody knuckles. It's like I got into a fight. No, I did not punch Jay. Or a wall. And my jagged thumb. I'll also not be posting a photo of the jagged cut. No joke. It's an inch long. That I tangled with a can and I lost. The can did open a whoop ass on me. They can do damage, those things. Oh, man. Yeah. So as I went to grab it and then tried to pull my thumb away, like slide my thumb away because mm-hmm. I felt that pain, it it cut all the way up to like the top Shreds of my finger. Yeah, oh, and I knew the second it happened to you, it was going to bleed like a son of a gun. You know, you can always tell when they're going to bleed. It was a bleeder. That wasn't like the ones in in the uh, movies and TV, like ER or Grey's Anatomy, where the blood splatters all over everywhere. Thankfully, because that would have been bad. Uh, but it <laughs> it definitely did bleed. It was all of, I think, three minutes before we were through the first Band-Aid. But you know what's wonderful? I no longer have to bandage my own thumb. Aww, that is love. (laughs) What do you love about sports? What do you love about sports radio? What do you love about this sports radio show? No, 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 that's not the question. It's just what do you love about sports? Our phone number is 855-212-4227. That's 855. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 2124 CBS. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. This is what I get. That voice still moves me. And as we head into Valentine's Day, my goodness, it's already mid-February, but we head into Valentine's Day on Wednesday. We're asking you, what do you love about sport? We spend so much time complaining about everything that goes wrong with our sports teams. The coaches, the coordinators, the officials, the refs, it's fixed. This guy sucks. That guy stinks. This guy needs to be cut. That guy makes too much money. And they can't win. And it's painful. All of those things. But how about we focus for just one 24-hour period until we reconvene again? What do we love about sports? Jay put up a post on our show Twitter after our CBS. I retweeted a law radio. Also on our Facebook page named after the show. Even though Jay is jetting and heading off on vacation after this show is done, which is why he needs to be healthy. We will have a brand new YouTube video to commemorate our trip to Las Vegas. So even after we were leaving Las Vegas, we were still thinking of our time in Las Vegas. And so if you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, it's named after the show. Easy peasy. So as sports fans, the cost of love is great grief. Oh, Jay, you you forgot the other great. As sports fans, the cost of great love is great grief. It's so poetic. Great love is great grief. I need an edit button. It's fine. You can leave it. But I'm just telling you the phrase. It's poetic. 
The cost of great love is great grief. Yeah, that's more poetic. But true. We wouldn't watch if we didn't love it, if we didn't have the bug. So what is it that you love about sports? Timothy writes right away and says fantasy football. See, he's got the bug. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. All right, let's hear from Kyle Shanahan. Uh, We'll get to some of the other Niners as well. They're still processing. Let's be honest. And, And here's a great example. They love football. They love winning. They've committed to themselves, their teammates. They love being part of the Niners, which is why it hurts as much as it does. And you can still hear it in their voices. Shanahan was asked a variety of questions about the overtime strategy, which I honestly, I'm going to tell you, maybe people who are smarter than me are picking this apart in a different way. I do not understand the big deal. Isn't the whole point of not freaking out so much about the coin flip supposed to be because you you both touch the ball in overtime? Why are we freaking out about the coin flip? And about what the Niners chose to do. Both teams were going to touch the ball. And in his opinion, and he kind of explained this, since both teams were going to touch the ball, and since you're facing Patrick Mahomes, I, I wouldn't say you would automatically assume that he's going to score. But I I think by giving your defense a break, before it goes back out there, remember they had come off a two-minute drive at the end of regulation, the end of fourth quarter. They did not give up a touchdown, but they gave up a game-tying field goal to force the OT. Your defense is tired. Give them a break. Let your offense go out there. Put some points on the board, and then you know what you're dealing with. Now, it obviously didn't work out the way that they wanted it to. But in Kyle's mind, if the defense can get a blow, go out there, hold the Niners or hold the Chiefs to a field goal, well, then they have one more opportunity. And at that point, it becomes a sudden death. So I do understand it. I guess for me, the controversy over Shanahan choosing to go on offense first is the befuddling part. Again, that's the whole idea. You're you're both going to touch the ball. And I guess maybe because I do not buy into this, I, uh, I don't know. I think it's way too risky in a Super Bowl. I get everyone wants to be aggressive, be aggressive, but I don't understand why so many people think if the Chiefs have the ball first, they score a touchdown, which doesn't end the game anymore. Then the Niners get the ball. They score a touchdown. They would actually go for two. No freaking way. No way. I understand you could end the game right there, but no way. So many things could go wrong. No way. And so Kyle's still answering questions about overtime and his choices, but also his players not knowing the rules in overtime. 
And we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss, hey, review everyone with them, make sure they're sure before we go out. So we asked the position coach to do that. But no, I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. Um, we did it with our analytics department. We decided that going into the playoffs. What, you know, I think you guys know how I've explained how I make decisions with that stuff in the past. I take all the information I can get, um, especially ones I haven't been in. And... Um, our analytics felt that was the best way to go. But as you guys know, I don't always just go with that. Uh, I take into account what they say, what they think is right, and then I go off my gut in the heat of battle, and I knew what they felt going into it. And when I think about that during the moments I have to make the decision, I think the type of game it was did match what they felt was the best way to do. It did seem more like a field goal game. Um, and our defense had been out there for a real long time right before that. So uh, it was no, I didn't feel at all to override that at the time. So he's explaining, sure, he had all the information, but he was going with his gut. It felt like a field goal game, and it it was for a lot of the time. And his team ended up scoring a field goal to start overtime, not to mention they both had field goals at the end of regulation. So I understand where he's coming from. Ultimately, this is one of the reasons I love sports, is that You never really know what's going to happen until you watch it play out on the field. These are human beings. Sometimes they miss extra points. Sometimes they drop passes. Sometimes they get called for a hold. Sometimes they trip and and fumble. Sometimes they get stripped. Sometimes a defensive player falls down. Like it's it's human beings. Thank goodness, because if it was AI, it really wouldn't be any fun. Or if it's scripted like the WWE, it, it also wouldn't be up my alley. So what do you love about sports? I'm sure that if we ask Kyle Shanahan that question, he would say he loves all these probing inquiries from the media. The one that I can't believe is somebody actually asked him about his inability to win the big game. You'll hear his answer to that coming up. But Curtis is listening in Colorado. Curtis, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. First time, first time. (laughs) A big part of the reason why I'm a first-time caller, first-time listener, is because I don't typically, well, I'm not typically driving at 12.32 in the morning, (laughs) my time. And I'll tell you what, 45 minutes ago, I was in bed next to my wife. I'd already decided there was no way I was getting to the parade because I live in Colorado Springs. Oh, my gosh. It costs too much money. Yeah. But... The reason why I'm on the road is because I decided I would regret it if I did not get to the first parade for my team, the Chiefs, in my lifetime. Uh, If I didn't get to one parade. Right. And I feel like, I even told my wife, I said, I feel like if I don't get to this parade, there won't be another one because there's no guarantee of that. Right. So I I literally, she's not happy with me right now. Oh, no. Why didn't you ask her to go with you? Because she wouldn't have. Oh, she has okay. To deal with my kids, and she has work tomorrow night. My kids. She's gonna deal with and, my kids. Yeah, well, it's our kids, but mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like she has work, and she's like, well, you know what? We have kids that we adopted, so there's Aww. a lot of trauma things with them, and 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 some of the stuff they do is steal. And I said, I got to go to this game, and she goes, Well, I'm just gonna leave the kids at home when I go to work. If they steal, they steal. Like I was like, Whoa, okay, cool, I understand. But at this point, I, you know, maybe I'm the irresponsible dad, the irresponsible husband. But 
I got to get to a parade. I even said I'd be back tomorrow night. I'm, I'm not even staying overnight anywhere. I'm driving from Colorado Springs to, can- to Kansas City. That is an eight and a half hour drive. Whoa! I'm gonna I'm gonna be there for the parade, and then I'm gonna drive back tomorrow afternoon. Well, I think you should call some friends and have them go over and help out your wife. That's what I think. Yeah. We're we're too old for friends. <laughs> You're too old for friends. Wow. I hope I'm well, never too there, old there for friends. There comes a time in your life. Well, that's not the point. There comes a time in your life where you're just a little too busy to kind of have the friend, you know, the the, the, the the friend choice that you once had. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Maybe I haven't hit well, that point yet. Listen, like I said, this trip is, is, is a money strain, and all I'm doing is paying for gas. <laughs> well, so, let's hope it's a really good goes. parade. Let's hope it's a memory that you will never forget, Curtis. It's going to be amazing. It's okay. going to be amazing. <laughs> now, I think, one. I thank you, Curtis. Be safe. I think a lot of people might beg to differ about the Chiefs ever having this chance again. But, of course, Curtis doesn't know if he'll ever have this chance again. I really hope Curtis finds some friends on that note. It is uh, nearly Valentine's Day. Well, I guess it is technically Valentine's Day for Curtis because he's in mountain time zone. But uh, I'm I'm going to wish that Curtis finds some friends. Actually, Forget Curtis. I'm going to wish that his wife finds some friends today. Curtis is going to need some protection. (laughs) All right. We've already got a bunch of your questions for Ask Amy Anything, which is great. That comes up a couple hours from now as part of the Hump Show. And it's Jay's last opportunity to hear from you uh, since we are sending him off sick as a dog to take a vacation. Go fly. Be free. Uh, Go find some sunshine. What do you love about sports? That's the question. Since we're heading into Valentine's Day, it's supposed to be a sea of love. Drippy, drippy. (laughs) Sappy, sappy. Lovey-dovey. What do you love about sports? No complaining on Valentine's Day. What do you love about sports? And we will take your calls. 855-212-4227. But when you go to our social to send your questions for Ask Amy, you can respond there as well. After our CBS on Twitter, uh, plus our Facebook page. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast.
Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right. Throws. Touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Nicole Hardman. As they roll Mahomes right, Nicole Hardman is wide open. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. Dang it! This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Wow, so dramatic. The way the music dropped out, and then you hear it resume again. I know, Niners fans, we're asking you what you love about sports, and instead we're reminding you of how painful it is. Dang it! (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at your pain. I'm, I'm laughing at his reaction, which I'm sure was mild compared to many of the others. I don't know if some of you have spent time Googling angry Niners fans. There are videos out there. Now, a lot of you believe they're staged. I don't, I don't know. People will do anything to put a good video online in in the hopes that it will go viral, but I'm not, I'm not 100% confident that all of them are staged. Now, I do think it's kind of wonky that someone's filming other people destroying a TV. That's friendship if I've ever heard it. Uh, But you never know what's caught on camera. And so, yeah, it's a painful time for Niners fans. And depending upon how invested you are, whether financially or emotionally, sometimes I think financially actually causes more angst than the emotional connection. This is maybe not a good time to ask you, what do you love about sports? But I believe that there are a lot of reasons that we love sports. And so as we head into Valentine's Day, in the wake of an NFL season finally wrapping up, I want to focus on the positive. Let's accentuate the positive peeps. What do you love about sports? Our show Twitter account, After Hours CBS. Also, send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. On our Facebook page, named after the show, Easy Peasy. 855-212-4227. Kevin is in New Hampshire. Welcome to After Hours. How are you, Amy? I'm good. Um... So this is all positive because it's Valentine's Day and we need to be very positive. So I might have been your substitute teacher. Um, I'm going to ask you three quick questions. Did you go to Allentown Elementary School, uh, Three Rivers Middle School, or Pembroke Academy? No. No, okay. Okay. So I, I wasn't your substitute teacher. Oh, Thank okay. <laughs> Thank God, he says. <laughs> so, Ouch. No. So... So now we're going to talk about sports because I live in Gilmanton. Okay. You know Gilmanton. Yeah. Well, I mean, the state's pretty small. I know pretty much all of it. (laughs) Uh, Live free or die, yes. So the rest of the country, before I put people to sleep, you you want to talk about positives. Um, So, you know, the San Fran coach might have made a mistake or whatever, but this is a book that I read when I went to uh, Hester College in Manchester, New Hampshire. It was called Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. And we all have woulda, coulda, shouldas in our life. So we need to move on from that. And I don't think he made a mistake. I just think that he made the choice that he made. Right. So so now we're talking about the positivity in sports. So, and again, this is a New England thing. And I don't care if you're in New Mexico listening or Texas or California, no matter where you are, 
we had the bean part in Boston last night, and the, you know there's four teams: Harvard, Northeastern, BC, and BU. And they they play a game last week. They play a game. This is all sports related. And and last night was the championship, and it was awesome. Northeastern beat BU in overtime. It was unbelievable. Like the greatest sports in the world. But to be positive, hockey is unbelievable. And I don't care if you're listening from Texas or Arizona, because I was in Arizona State last month, well, in December, two months ago, and hockey is taking over the world. I think it's mm-hmm. so phenomenal. Soccer is going to be here in two years when we have the World Cup in this country. In 1994, we had the World Cup here. And soccer went from uh, to a, like, mountaintop. <laughs> Every kid wanted to play soccer because of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen next year. Well, well, I hope maybe so. not next year, but the year after. And it's unbelievable. So all the kids that I'm sure they're sleeping right now, but all the kids' parents that are listening right now, soccer is unbelievable. And I don't care if you play hockey or soccer or basketball or baseball. The, the the world needs to change with with everything that's going on in this world and all the craziness in this world. Sports is what relieves a lot of us. It does. It also offers a distraction. It offers joy. It gives us a reason to come together. Sports have the inane ability, innate ability, innate ability to unify <laughs> and heal. So I agree with that. It's sometimes bigger than even what I can understand, and yet we see it happen over and over again. Uh, and, and not just that. In team sports, there are so many life lessons that we learn and have to uh, employ on a regular basis in order to put together uh, a group of people who would win, right? So there are a lot of lessons like perseverance and determination and commitment and fighting through adversity and selflessness and humility and all of those things that uh, help us to become better teammates. So I appreciate that, Kevin. Thank you so much for your call. All right, Amy. Thank you. God bless. In New Hampshire, I can hear the accent. Leave for your die, baby. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Kyle Shanahan answering the question that he can't win the big game? You'd love to fix perception because I would love to win one for what I know about football and stuff. And I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fixed perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. Um, but I also know, like, when you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Um, we've won a lot of big games here. Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many, how much we've been game, win games or big games. And I think you guys are aware of that. Um, but it's, you know, these two Super Bowls, I've been tough losing to Kansas City. Um, but to think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. Um, that's, what, that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but like the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be an extremely inaccurate statement. That's true. He's right. The Niners have won a ton of big games. They've got, what, five Super Bowl wins in their history? And I know we haven't had one for the Bay Area since the mid-90s or early early to mid-90s. 
But that doesn't mean they can't win big games. They've been to two Super Bowls in five years. They were in the NFC Championship three seasons in a row. And while they came up short against the Rams and then against the Eagles, how many fan bases out there? Lions, for instance, Vikings, how many fan bases out there? The Cowboys would have traded places with the Niners in a heartbeat, even if it meant losing on that big stage. You cannot win it if you're not in the arena. And I know the Niners didn't win it and twice gave up 10-point leads, coughed up 10-point leads, and that's painful because they were so close But none of the other teams in the NFC even had the chance that the Niners did. Can't win it if you aren't there. And I'd rather be there and compete and come up short every time than never be there at all. It's an age-old question. I hear it from sports fans every now and then. When they lose in the playoffs or they don't have a winning team, so they're not really a contender, just kind of on the periphery. I'd still rather be in the playoffs than not any day. Even if it means my team is out in the wild card round or out in the first round of the playoffs, I'd rather be there and at least feel that excitement and all the potential than to not be there at all and to know that your season is done with week 18 if we're talking NFL. What do you love about sports as we head into Valentine's Day? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 